Brian Ashby at 6.49. Brian Ashby on our Christchurch desk. What are you, three coffees by now, Gash? Good morning. Mate, normally I would be halfway through my second. Um, We haven't got any milk in the building at all this morning. I'm climbing the walls. it's, It's out of control. No, that's right. Just go hard with it. You, have you reached the desperation stage where you're like, well, I'll just put some cold water in it and hold my nose when I drink it, that kind of thing? <laughs> oh, no, I found, I found a tea bag, but, but no, it, it's grim. I'm going to have to get down the road at some stage. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not at all happy about this. So tell us about the longest day. Longest day, magnificent racing. Um, look, it was always in the men's race, uh, there was one man to beat, and, and probably the, the, often there's a gap. You have guys competing in pairs, you know, there's always a, a couple of good rivalries, but this year it always was going to be Sam Clark barring some sort of mechanical disaster or, or, or something. Sam was the man to beat, and, and really it was a procession, even from the first cycle stage um, up off um, to, to Aiken's footbridge. Um, he was, there was a breakaway group of 10 or 11 on that, and he was driving it at the front whenever I saw it. He was the one that was really sort of pushing it, and they were all just hanging on for grim death on his back wheel. So he um, once by the time he'd come out of the mountain run, um, really, you know, he had a, about 156, I think, over the chase of then Hamish Elliott, and he just kept building on that. Uh, and and by the time he's out of the river, look, he was never going to be caught. I think it was about 16 minutes or something. The margin. Women's race was a different scenario, though. That was um, that was interesting. You had uh, Elena Usher looking for five titles to draw level with Kathy Lynch. Sophie Hart returning after having had a baby, uh, having gotten very close to the race record uh, back in 2011. And the course has just chopped and changed shape a wee bit. And it's hard to get to those records now, the long-standing records, because there's a little more running and a little less cycling. Um, So that that underlines her pedigree. But then you had um, Robin Owen from South Africa, who last year, really good in the mountain run, really good in the river, couldn't bike to save herself and, and she was hunted down by Alina Usher on the last cycle leg. And similar scenario was starting to play out. She built this big solid lead, um, both first in the mountain run and then extending it uh, in the, the 67 Ks down the Wymac Gorge. And she had um, a lead of 21 minutes coming out of the river. By the time she got to New Brighton Beach, um, she Sophie Hart, um, looking really good on the time trial bike, just hammering it got to within four minutes of her but you know look we were pretty wrapped for Robin Owen because it's, it's it's heartbreaking when you get that close and you get hauled in we've, we've seen it before but um, this year she was able to hold off a, a pretty good field. So Sam Clark how many championships I mean that's the third one for him now Brian how many championships could he could he win for the next say five or ten years? Well look the, the guy's only 27 um, and and these these people people tend to peak in their 30s you could imagine him really starting to stack them up um, big time. You know, he, he, I, I, I think he's still got a lot of improvement in him, although at 27, he's actually been doing the race, I think, since 2009. So started with the, the two-day race and so on, building up. If the desire is there, you know, the, bear in mind, these guys aren't on super rugby contracts. They're on a smell of an oily rag. They don't have great sponsorship. Um, you know, they can't afford to buy homes and things like that. Um, they, this sport is driven by love rather than money. Um, he's at an age where, you know, he, he probably wants to sort of, you know, buy a house and do those sorts of things. So if the hunger and desire remains and if he can get good sponsorships, that'll keep him in the sport. That's the only question, mate. Certainly the potential, Kendo, he, he, he could go uh, and, you know, Gurney won nine titles. Um, 
And you know, he then he podiumed when he turned forty. He finished third. You know, so he could still be there or thereabouts in his very late thirties. Gash is uh, with us. Look, the, the Wellington Sevens went, went gangbusters and faded. The Nines went really well a couple of times and then faded. Coast to coast, does it still hold the appeal worldwide for entries? And what do they do to, to keep that interest up? Uh, what they've done is they, they were at capacity of 950. They're only, that's the maximum they're allowed on the course, um, dock concessions and various parts of the course and so on. What they've done in the last four years, um, well, internationally, um, second and third were Australians and the men's, Robin Owen, South Africa winning it. That was the best international performances we've seen. So is it holding up internationally? Yes. Is it holding up locally? Yep. Things changed a few years back when the brewery sponsorship ended. The average age of the event had crept up into the late 40s. They've now pulled it back down to the late 20s. They're targeting school teams, those sort of things, building the base of the pyramid so that um, you know you, you get those people hooked in for a long, long time, and it's paid off for the first time in a decade um, since the sort of financial crash in 2008. Um, they they got it back up to a full field, so they've they've done a really good job um, with their targeting and 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 some different new and different categories too that have made it a little more accessible for those sort of breaking into it as well. So it's it's in really good shape. Yeah, Brian Richard Usher finishes up, of course, as race director. So what will he do and who's likely to take the role and what changes could we see for the race? The new race director is Glenn Curry. Um, he's the brother of Braden Curry, uh, Ironman New Zealand champion and, and uh, three times winner of, of uh, Coast to Coast. Look, I think initially it'll just be sort of carry on business as usual because they're in the right place. I'm, I'm keen to talk, have a chat with Glenn this week because they're, they're making all the right moves. They just perhaps just have to underpin that a wee bit more, underline it a bit more and, 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 and continue that marketing to um, the younger groups. Richard Usher has bought Happy Valley Adventure Park, uh, Richard and Elena, which is um, uh, setting up mountain bike trails. They've got a cable car, a big mess of flying fox and things. This is at Cable Bay. Uh, out of Nelson, and uh, so they're sort of going into business themselves, an old adventure park that's kind of a wee bit run down, and they're, they're looking to sort of um, reinvigorate that. Certainly the work that he's done in the past four years with Coast to Coast, uh, I'm sure he's going to do a pretty good job there and, and, and make a really good go of it. Hey, thanks, Gash. I love the Facebook photos of you competing in 84. <laughs> 19, yeah, a bit ugly. <laughs> he looked a great, Nick.